I think your villain just died. <laughs> I think your guy just died. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> message for you, message for you, sir. You don't. Uh, yeah, Monty Python. You do know that one. Okay. Yeah. My yeah. God, dude. Okay, so that was yeah. our that was our cold open. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> it's gonna scare somebody so bad. I know. It goes from our like weird dubstepy intro. It's like dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> Blend it right in. Don't put it like a pause or anything. No, it, like it starts. Typically, like, right at the end of it. God, Sometimes that's funny. Four. Oh, so anyways, the reason we did that... Hello, podcast world. Yeah, the reason we kind of did the um, the whole uh <laughs> was because uh, oh, our subject matter for today. Furious laughter. Yeah, it's like, how can, we, how can we just absolutely piss off anybody wearing headphones right now? Uh, I know of a way. Make their microphones <laughs> peak. Well, that's why, like, when I did the loud one, you saw, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing my face over here. It's yeah. probably still really loud on there. Oh, I absolutely. Don't, I don't know if I peaked, but it was definitely up there. Also, do you, are, are, are you looking at this dry erase board really quick? Uh, what? Oh, God. Now, you could cut this part out, but... I, what is that? I don't, it's an emo shark girl. Yeah, that looks like some stuff that I drew in What's middle school, say? okay? Make something what? to eat or... Shake, shake, shake. Or snack on. Make something to eat or snack on, please, said the shark girl. And the please is capitalized, so there's that. Yeah. Which makes me think it was added on afterwards Mm -hmm. by someone else. (laughs) But Well, it looks like someone tried to erase it, but it's not that type of marker. Yeah, it looks like, so basically, we've got this dry erase, but we're in the children's room right now. Yeah. Of the church. Yep. And it's, it's a good place to record. It's really quiet. Yes. Typically I mean, pretty good for sound. Yeah, because we're nowhere near the air conditioners, the yeah. water fountains, or anybody that might accidentally show up. Being that little children are in here screaming and crying for their parents. <laughs> well, when we're not. Right? Yeah. Um, makes And we can't hear them outside, so it's yeah. pretty good sound. We can't hear the, the ghosts either. No, it's like this creepy, like, half... Like, I guess half-stick figure, but not really. It's like a... It just looks like a small drawing that they paid a lot of attention to the hair. Look yeah. how well the hair... Like, the hair is really well done. Yeah. And compared like, to the rest of the drawing. And there's an uncomfortably large amount of teeth. The entire bottom of the face is 100% teeth. Yeah. It's, it's only All teeth. It. It's yeah. not... There's no it chin. It goes from teeth mm-hmm. to neck. And that's kind of freaky. Yeah. All into itself. Yeah, that is that is definitely. So there's a villain right there. Yeah, but that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah, we did. We wanted to talk about what makes a good or a bad villain. Well, first, right? First, I'm gonna re-ask you a question I've already asked. Oh, you. okay, okay. Let's what, do if, it. If if you, Zach. Oh, so I get to use my my more refined answer now. <laughs> Uh, are you going to ask? Go and ask. Go and ask. If you want, go and ask. You can spice it up, keep the romance alive. You know what I mean. Well, already then. Um, so, hello, people. You're getting romanced. Prepare to be romanced by my voice. So, what was your question? If you were a supervillain, mm-hmm. first, what would be your motive, and then what would be your like supervillain <coughs> power? Yeah. See, the, uh, now 
just to add a little because we did talk about it a little bit. Yeah, so we did. When it comes to a world where it's like, I all right, not it's a, tell you mine though. Yes, yes. I was gonna ask you, but you kind of changed subjects. So I was like, I oh, did. Uh, I guess he's Absolutely got a thing. Did. So uh, the thing is, when you when you when you do something that's like super powered, whether you're doing a superhero, super villain. The big important thing is what is the universe they're in, and then you also have to create like a goal and a reason mm -hmm. for them to exist. We will say so. the universe is literally this one. This one. Okay. Um, so basically, if you were some any type of superpowered, you're good. Uh, like, yeah, because no one else is gonna be super. Well, like this, if so you're doing like, like a superhero yeah. or a supervillain in like the X Men universe, so there's like a ton of mutants yeah. all over the place. It's like, like all right, so we got I gotta take into account that there's hero quote heroes that'll rise up against me right mm. and so you'd adjust your power based off of that but if i'm doing like this world yeah you're pretty much gonna be the only person that has a superpower. you're it with a superpower so it's like honestly you could be mr i can fly and you've already got a leg up on everybody so. <laughs> on like 90 100 percent of the world yeah <laughs> 99 to 100 percent you know, yeah you know. we can always factor in. there's probably someone out there that thinks they can fly true Ask him to prove it. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> or David Blaine, who just does those really good illusions. But anyways, so uh, it kind of comes down to what the universe is and all those things. So it's like if because we what we talked about in the car was your goal as a supervillain is to take over the world. Well, yours. Right? Yeah, that was what I was saying. Like, so if I'm going to go super generic and I'm going to be like my my end goal is world domination. Well, then obviously I would try to pick something that would allow me to do that. The dominate. So my first thought was like a mind control. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> you were saying add limits to it and stuff. Obviously, if this is a perfect, if this is a perfect supervillain yeah. world, I ain't got no limits. I can control anybody. But then it's like, all right, what if I could only control a few at a time? Yeah. And so I had to make amplifiers. But then I came up with a better idea, okay. an idea I much like, I much better prefer, which is it is still technically mind control, but you are the rule maker. Where what you do is you could basically give somebody a command or a limitation. You put a limitation on their lives, Ooh, yeah. and they have to follow it. And like you can you can say it's like you will not remember this conversation gone. You have forgotten how to use the word resist yeah. gone. You speak new speak. I'm going progressively towards 1984. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like all and right, like, here we go. You will now subside off of yeah. half the calories. <laughs> right. You will do your exercises. Yep. Now for the two minutes of hate. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like those kind of things that would probably be more along the lines of my supervillain because I would be like because it would be easier oh to control gosh, people if you could. Um, oh, it's fine, Siri. I know. It's like, I don't. Did I say anything? I don't like Siri? Siri would just pop in and just be like, sorry, or I didn't catch that. Dude, I had that on my when I had Android. I had that all the time. Apparently, I was continually saying the word Google. Really? Yeah, because that they changed it. Well, they yeah, they changed it from. Uh, Google to hey Google, so you yeah. have to say hey, which definitely helped. But at the at first, it was just Google. It's like Google, and so it's like at any point in time, you say something like with that uh sound, and it's like yeah. it immediately think you're talking to me, right? Well, people also just mention Google much more than they're gonna say. Oh yeah, I Siri'd it. Like oh my god, I said uh, what did I say? I said serious the other day, yeah. and it's like, and it, it brought up it, it brought up the movie Us. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's pretty. That's actually pretty accurate, though. Like that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so back on the supervillains. Yeah. So clearly, you've been building this up. What is your villain, and what does he do? 
I, I, I you, who is your daddy and you, what does he do? Gosh, <laughs> you don't know that. Uh, You've never seen Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> no, no, God, no. it's funny. It's Schwarzenegger, so I have to make the accent. Yeah, I figured as much. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Uh, I wish you wouldn't say I built mine up because it's not that exciting. It's uh, you built it up. I didn't build it up. You did. You're like, I purposely didn't answer. No, I just said I didn't answer. <laughs> All right. Anyways, what uh, is yours? What is your anticlimactic? Well, my motive would be to reset, like, the world. Okay. Not to dominate the world, but it would be, <clears throat> I guess you could liken it to Thanos. So remake idea, it. But it would be to so reset, reset it as far as, like, um, progression. So, like, mm. to reset it to the Stone Age. Not to, like, particularly kill anybody. But just go back and then now run it different <clears throat> kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like just start it over. Well, okay. If you start it over but don't add anything new to it, it'll run the same. Would it? Probably. I mean, aside from like, uh, I guess chance births and stuff. I guess. But again, that that comes down to the whole causality thing. So it's like, are you yeah, going back so. in time, no. or are you just simply taking this current time period, just regressing it yeah. back to the Stone Age? Yeah, that's all. It would be. Okay, okay, that's different. It would just be like kind of push. <clears throat> that back. just sounds like more of just like uh, a supervillain's ultimate like plan from yeah. just like a I guess just like a superhero movie you know like okay you didn't see the new Fantastic Four movie no don't it's a bad it's okay. a bad movie it's like it was like they did the they did okay with a lot of like some of the superhero like the origin stuff like you know what framed their mindset and yeah. I mean that only very vaguely just some of it was done well the thing was that was the first two hours of this two hour and ten minute movie so it you didn't act, no one actually, they didn't do anything. They didn't become superheroes until the climax of the movie, which could have worked, but everything before then was so dull and oh, boring. Yeah. So, but anyways, um, that was like Dr. Doom, which I hated Dr. Doom in that movie. His main goal was, I'm going to take us back to the Stone Age. Oh, Not really, he didn't well, really say it. He just yeah, said, I'm going to destroy all technology. So it's essentially yeah. the same thing. But he's going to take, he's going to take away like all the technology and reverse it, revert the world back. Oh. To nature, that's what he said. Take us back to nature. Mm -hmm. Which, obviously you're not going to be too familiar with the actual comic book character, but that is not Dr. Doom. Really? Yeah, well, he fully embraces uh, technology. And the thing is, he learns how to use magic, and so he combines magic and technology and starts doing some crazy crap. And he takes over a country of Latvia and just goes on from there. Jeez. He freaking owns it for all of the comics like forever when yeah. he becomes dr doom for whatever reason he just like that's my country now he just owns it for the rest of comic book history forever he turns it into like this dystopian like nazi germany thing yeah. where he's just this horrible dictator but it has incredible poverty but at, but incredible technology it's yeah. like one of those things but. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, it's like so. So your superhero or supervillain would be super like anti technology. Uh, yeah, yeah, to a degree. Basically, he would just want to bring about like the the apocalyptic world, mm -hmm. like returning. Well, it's like to yeah, this stuff again. It returning can, it things can work. to the rudimentary nomadic lifestyle. I guess this would be more like Planet of the Apes kind of yeah. thing, where it's but like. But I know. want to be clear that he wouldn't want to like take away all the technology as much as he would just destroy it and just leave the ruins yeah um, yeah that was um <clears throat> oh god i don't know it'd be kind of a 
What if that was like the? I'm just, I was just thinking like, what about like the plot of a movie where it's like instead of everything getting destroyed, what if? Because you know, you ever seen that 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 like video where somebody did um, like a CG rendering of what the world would be like if all humans like disappeared? What would the Earth look like after a hundred years? Yeah, yeah. Well, that used to be a TV show. Well, I thought it was part of a TV Life show. Life after people or whatever. Oh, was it a whole thing? Yeah, it was on okay. like Science Channel. Just, what if, like, what if you did that, but instead, because uh, you you brought up Thanos yeah. and he did the snap, and then of course they bring everybody back, but it's like they were like five years in the future. So it's like, imagine what if all humans vanished from the planet, and then like they returned exactly where they were, what they were doing, everything, exactly like one hundred or a thousand, whatever, whatever the yeah. video, whatever that thing was about. Like I think it was a hundred. I think it was a hundred years, but yeah. it's like a hundred years in the future, and they just appear back. So everything's overgrown, stuff's decrepit. Now the thing, of course, you got people that were in planes, and they just whoop, they're down they just, they go. They just whoop. <laughs> like, there, what? there would be a lot of people that would die. Yes. Oh, for sure, for sure. You're driving in your car, and all of a sudden, you're uh, ninety miles. You're still going ninety miles an hour, and just <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but we'll just pretend that everyone just shows back up and they're all 100% safe, you know. But yeah. Still, technology, would be re- it would be really weird because you would. You'd have to re- relearn everything. Yeah. So it's like even if you did just destroy all of technology, even the people that still know what they're doing, that's a lot of rebuilding. Yeah. You know? Like imagine like turbines for like a dam, right? There are entire parts of the country that are just run on that electricity. And it's like, oh, that got destroyed? Well, it's a good thing we can just redo that oh it took a hundred years before mm. <laughs> we'll just not put that on the priority right now <laughs> yeah that one will, uh, will you, yeah you'd, you'd start reprioritizing things like all right you know what instead of deep sea submersibles let's try to figure out farming again <laughs> yeah let's get food under control yeah let's try to get that one figured out because that was more of what i was thinking like you know you jump 100 years in the future yeah. all our infrastructure is gone all food is like gone everyone's back to hunting hunting and gathering and it's like, yeah, we have money still. We still have technically our economy, but there's no food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh, this is bad. Yeah, things would <laughs> be very, time. very different. A lot of people would die. A lot, oh, yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. would die. Woo, man. But yeah, so hey, already we've got two very viable versions yeah. of this thing. But as far as his superpower, though. <laughs> yes, superpower. You got to make a superpower for this individual. You know, the power that... to uh, Nullify technology. Well, kind of, actually. The power I have in mind really doesn't actually help him achieve his goal, per se. Okay. But maybe if I, like, really thought about, like, how he could use it in certain ways. The power of rust. Okay, okay. So it wouldn't do, wouldn't do much to... Well, is it is it, like, degrading something, and so it just turns metal into rust, or is it specifically uh, rust? It would be... Because if it's like, oh, I just, I make things decay, right? That would be universally horrible. I feel like that would be stronger, decay. Yeah, well, it's like... But in my head, I had thought rust in the sense that, like, he touches something, and then, like, from that point of contact, it will begin to rust or um, oxidize. Okay, good. Well, what I was thinking was, like... um, to the point like of plastic destruction. Plastic, rubber. That's not that, that stuff doesn't rust. Yeah. It'll de- decay and degrade. But yeah, I think decay would be better. That was kind of more more where the thought process was. It was towards like All a right. decay. And <laughs> but like, is this gonna be like something where like, oh, wooden or stone tools don't decay? No, they would I guess they would decay too. So is it is it is this like the Midas touch where it, he can't control it, or is it like 
He's he's holding his hand on here. He's playing with his phone. All he just goes. Go so away. here's the limit. It's only his left hand. Okay, and so it is, wear, it's the lightest touch. But yeah. just and if he one. wears a glove, it doesn't work. Except for the glove is decaying constantly. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he has to wear a very unique material because that material nullifies it, but only temporarily. Yeah. So it is constantly decaying, but so slow. Yeah. Don't know what that material would be. I don't know. Right, you, you didn't bet something like it's space titanium chainmail. Yeah. <laughs> what I imagined in my head is this guy like rising up an arm. Made from unobtainium. <laughs> so anyways after space travel um i imagined him like gaining like an army and a following seeing as like his motive would be something that's not just straight up absurd yeah sense. he's trying to be altruistic yeah it's not just like i'm gonna dictate over i everyone. destroy technology it's yeah. like, no you know we have to get uh, back to our true roots yeah and so like i'm sure consumed. that there would be a large class of people that would be like yeah yeah. And go for it. And you so know, then, like, his main press would be getting him to key pl places and locations to touch them so they decay. Yeah. You know, and then okay, take down okay. countries in the world that way. <clears throat> he just goes and randomly visits a, a military base and just starts walking through. Oh, this is interesting. Touch, and then he just, touch, he just touch, touches touch, something and just touch. starts spreading. And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. that was fun. Uh, <gasps> all of our nuclear stock's gone. I mean, that would kind of suck, though. It's limited to one person, you know, yeah. where he is physically. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, there are there are guys that just have a basement filled with just, you know, technology and stuff they scavenged or built themselves that yeah. he would never go to because he wouldn't think about it. So he'd have to be good at finding it. True. But what if yeah. it was also like... But he'd um, mostly be looking to just make he it just all starts, He just starts mailing his hand. Like, he cuts his hand off and just starts mailing it places. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That'd be funny. What happens if he touches himself? Yeah, that's, that's another thing. Because it's like, what if it just doesn't affect... Uh, what if that's what it is? It doesn't affect biological things. So stuff that's still alive. Yeah, so wood wouldn't count unless it's... Wood, wood. wouldn't count, yeah, unless, uh, unless it's like treated wood. So it has to be wood like freshly yeah. cut from a tree so it still has moisture and working mm -hmm. cells in it. Yeah, maybe it would only degrade yeah, all the treatment. Mm-hmm. It's a, this is an yeah. interesting one. Yeah. But that's one where, like, that's the thing when it comes to any... Superhero or supervillain story. A good one, they have rules. Now yeah. they don't they don't have to be perfect rules. Like you don't have to sit there and be like, uh Superman can fly, but only twice on Thursdays, or you don't have to deal and mm -hmm. make up every little stipulation. It just has to be somewhat believable, somewhat plausible. Yeah. <clears throat> just like the motivation for a villain. It doesn't have to be like this ultra super complicated backstory no. where he's secretly getting revenge for a race of people that don't exist. It doesn't have to be this crazy thing. It can just be as simple as I hate technology because I was never able to get it or use it. Yeah. So I don't think you should either. Just some jealous guy. You can make that work. It just, it all comes down to making it somewhat believable and making it um, justifiable to the people, mm -hmm. you know, the audience. You know, like Thanos, okay? Yeah. Thanos' thing, you don't have to believe it or you don't have to agree with him, but you get it because he's like, yeah, my, my home world was destroyed because we had too many mouths to feed, not enough to go around, and it ended up just destroying itself, trying to find a solution. Boom, that's it. We get his motivation. Where all uh, he wants to do is he just wants to do a um, literal genetic lottery. Half the people gone. Everywhere. Could that have like, included himself? 
hundred percent. He did that absolutely on purpose because the thing is he made his entire goal in life was to do that. That's why he was willing to sacrifice anything. Right. He was willing to sacrifice himself because he believed in his goal so much. Mm. That's why the infinity war one is 10 times the villain. The, um, Avenger or I'm sorry, the Thanos game. is in, um, in game. Yeah. It, that's why like I, I saw a video where they basically said, this is the fake Thanos. He called him the rat Thanos because hmm. he hated him so much. Because you got Thanos in the first one where his whole thing is, it's like, no, no, I don't believe in remaking the world in my image. I don't want to destroy all life. I don't want to regress everybody back. What I want is I want to give the universe time to prepare. We have culture, there's technology all over the place. And even with re current recycling, there were just too far in the hole. But if we could bounce back, go back like half population, it would give people enough time to fix it naturally. That's what he believed. Yeah. So that's all he wanted. In the second one, he is a coward. He is a pathetic uh, leader. And he wanted to destroy the entire universe and remake it in his own image. For no reason at all. He was definitely willing to die for it in the, uh, in the, the real Thanos. But this one mm -hmm. he wasn't. And it's like they just they killed the villain because they destroyed. They just wanted a generic CG bad guy that just had a random MacGuffin that was like a oh, the bomb switch and then um, just uh, the superheroes are trying to stop them. Yeah. They just wanted it to be so... They were so close to making it the perfect ending because they had the two other things with Captain America and Iron Man. And if you haven't seen it, I'm not spoiling it. I'm just saying that their endings are perfect. It's just... None of the other ones are perfect. Yeah, it was just, they were, they were good. It was just not perfect. Like the, the fight with Thanos and his army, it was just a bunch yeah. of no compelling, nothing cool happened. It was boring and generic. Yeah, it was so close, but they failed. But it's like, because they got rid of who Thanos was. Yeah. You know, like I see, I see villains all the time, like the Joker. Everybody loves the Joker because his motives are so clear cut because they're just chaos yeah that's it that's all he wants he just wants chaos now you can attach whatever um like emotional attack like yeah you can reasons be behind it on facebook that says i yeah. am the joker oh god i identify with this chaos we live in a society <laughs> but it's like you get you can have whatever emotional reasoning behind him wanting chaos the main yeah. point is his goal is not domination it's not control it's not even like anything monetary or anything he's trying to achieve or get. All he wants is chaos. That's like, that's it. That's the base right. want. His so, need is more complicated, but his want is that. So here's the dealio. Okay. Yo. Um, so like, Thanos kills half the world and they all come back, right? Like, has everybody come yep. back? Yep. So what if like, I don't know, a hundred years down the road, they really do run into the problem. And it's like, <laughs> Honestly, not having half those people would well, have been see, really helpful. That was the beauty of Infinity War, was because he made A sense. valid point. And the thing was, like, you had the heroes, and their point made sense. And so you as an audience member, as the ambiguity of being an audience member, you got to choose which side you wanted to win or which one you more sided with. You understood where both sides were coming from. They both had validation. And so you didn't really feel like one was necessarily outright evil and one was necessarily outright good. You just felt like they both had points and they were both fighting for their points. I mean, even Thanos himself, he's like, it's like the, the hardest destruct, uh, was it the hardest decision requires the strongest of wills. Yeah. You know, and then like they have that moment where it's like, what did it cost? And he's like, everything. 
He lost all of his adopted children, his real children. He had to sacrifice the things he loved the most to get what he wanted, to get what he thought was right, you know? And he was willing to die for it. He even said it all the time. He was willing to die for it. And um, it's like you just... So you could, I mean, he had so much character progression in that movie. It was amazing. And then you had the heroes who got the the same thing. And it's just like you got to just weigh the options. Mm. I don't know of anybody who non-ironically, you know, agreed with Thanos. Nobody really did because he was essentially the Hitler thing. We get rid of all the bad guys. Only the good guys are left. It's like, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Somebody has to make those decisions. So that's why he was doing the fair. And I love that. But it's like, yeah, I just like I liked how they did all that, but they, they just ruined it. What's another uh, villain that like made sense, like that you can think of? Are we talking super or just villain? Uh, villain, villain, movie, TV show, story of any kind that, that you have ever encountered that you're like, yeah, this is a pretty well constructed villain because I see where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. <laughs> You know, offhand, I don't know. I could tell you one that I think that you'd probably agree with. Okay. Um, Hans Lander from Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you got yeah. where he came from. Yeah, you I, get it. Like he's he's on he's on really his side. Yeah, that's it. Oh my god, that it's a very well constructed movie because like he he is legitimately the smartest person in the film. Mm-hmm. And it's like it was his own hubris that really kind of was the only thing that he had to overcome. But even then, it didn't really technically catch up with him. Yeah. He just ran into an unmovable object. He just, Aldo wasn't, he just didn't care. He's like, yeah, you made plans, sure, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely just don't care. Yeah. And it's I've like... I've been chewed out before. I've been chewed out before. It's been fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was a great movie. and But yeah. it was like one of those where the villain he made sense, you understood where he was coming from. He was on his own side. He was with the Nazis doing it because he was a great detective. Yeah. And then he, you know, I guess to ruin it, well, should I ruin it? I mean, I don't so know. It's, what, a, it's a really old movie, 15, but year old a lot movie. of people, like, I guess I've heard a lot of people didn't want to go see it just because of the name. But yeah. it's like, because, I mean, it's well, not Well, this may it's encourage someone to go movie. see it. Yeah, so it's like, honestly, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's it's absolutely not an action film. Yeah, I mean, I stuff thought, happens in it, but it's more so, violence than action. Yeah, the name is Inglorious Bastards, yeah. right? That sounds... Like, it's misspelled, so hey. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> that sounds like it's going to... And, and on the, the cover art of yeah. the box is like a soldier helmet, a bat. Guys like with bar guns bar, and yeah, stuff. Guard, uh, that. <coughs> and I'm looking at it and Zach's like, all right, what movie you want to watch You know, this week? Yeah. And I'm like... Ah. I've been trying to get, I was trying to get you to watch that movie for months. Yeah, you had been trying to get, to get me to watch it. I'm still thinking it's an action film. I'm like, yeah, I'm in the mood for an action film, sure. Yeah. Let's watch this one, and we watch it, and this thing is like the most intense, like <laughs> political, not like, not like political, not agenda. like modern politics or yeah. anything like, like that. Like political, as in like it was like so much dialogue where it was just yeah. like diplomacy back and forth. And then, as Zach had, I think you might have even talked about this on the podcast, is there were bombs under every single conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metaphorical yeah. bombs. Like it was like if one wrong thing is said. Everyone in this room could die. Right, right. <laughs> or the one person you don't want to die will die. Yeah. Or be hurt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was just this constant, like, tension all throughout the film. And there was one 
air quotes, or, or I guess two, two like action scenes, <clears throat> and they were yeah. so just built up and and they were just the climax and it was like almost this relief when they happen but at the same time you're like no yeah but at the same time you're also like i can breathe because yeah. it finally just happened the tension finally broke um but yeah the the main one of the main villains in that in that movie was like a detective who was figuring everything out yeah and so while our our good guys are trying to in this universe it's like an alternate universe to to our own but same history so they're trying to stop hitler you know they're trying to end world war ii and they're succeeding but at the same time so is the bad guy yeah and so he is equally as strong if not stronger as far as like film presence yeah Um, he is definitely smarter mm-hmm. and he has equally as much or, or definitely more power to actually achieve <clears throat> what he is going for yeah whereas the good guys our guys they have like the physical strength but they don't have the authoritative power to do it oh yeah he's a german officer everyone else over there just like yeah soldier yeah and so it's like it's just really cool he was a really good villain and then at the end when he kind of just comes out and is like hey you know i like i figured it all out yeah. And he lays it all down. He's like, here's the deal, though. It's like, I'm willing to... I've got it. I can make a deal. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm willing to make a deal because at the end of the day, I'm just... <laughs> I just want to end up... Side. Yeah, I just want to end up on top. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. And, like, I'm sitting there. And now we, we've got um, the projector screen out on the on the wall of the side yeah. of the church. And we're just chilling there. We've got speakers, so it's really loud. And, like, we got this huge screen. It's just us. And I'm, like, on the edge of my chair just like... No, he's lying. <laughs> he's lying. There's no way this is true. And sure enough, yep. First they address it. You know, yeah. our our guys, the good yeah. guys, are like, yeah, right. Yeah, sure, sure. You want to make a deal? Absolutely. And then you'll just kill us and take what you want. And, yeah. And then it's like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. You're telling the truth. Totally on board with it. All the way through, carries through. And at the very end, if anything, it's our good guys. That betray him. Oh, 100%. Not even him to us. <clears throat> but to be fair, they didn't make the deal. He even says, like, I don't make that deal. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They, they, oh, he's like, they make that deal. I'll make that deal. But I don't let my Nazis mm. take their uniform off. Oh, I love that scene. Mm. Anyways, another thing. Here's another thing I could say. Uh, that was a good villain. About it. That was a very well, good Well, here's another aspect of making a good villain. Intelligence. Yeah. See, in most movies, what they'll say, they'll what they'll do is, it's a spy movie like a Bond movie, and you've got James Bond or whoever the main character is, and they're sitting there having a briefing by whoever is in charge, and they say it's like, this person, I don't know, Mr. X, yeah, whatever. Mr. X is the smartest human being we have ever come across. And it's like, what? And then as you're going through, he finds out, oh, what's his master plan? I want to nuke Britain. And it's like, that was his plan. What do you want, what do you want to happen? Britain is nuked. That's what I want to happen. And that's that is that's the master plan of the yeah. smartest individual on the planet. Or they'll they'll be like, oh, he thought of this already. He already hacked the database. That's the other thing they do to make them seem smart. Is like, he hacked us. I hacked time. It's, it's stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but in Inglorious Bastards, they never once addressed his intelligence. Never yeah. one time did they say he was smart. You as an audience member are able to watch because he will show you as he actually does, like you said. Yeah. 
deduce and break apart their plan. He speaks four languages, and one of the ruses they play is try to pick a language that, that nobody speak. speaks, and he speaks perfect Italian. And it was hysterical. <laughs> he teaches Just, our good guys how to say their own names their own in Italian name, yeah. while they are pretending to be fluent in oh, Italian. It's the best, man. And it's and it's one of those things where, again, they never once had it's like where, oh, the dumb soldier still outsmarted the really. No, they never once outsmarted him. No. Never one time. They just made a different deal. And it was yeah. just, I just, it was great because, it, it, okay, like Thanos, we're going back to him. Just because these are like the only villains we're really thinking of right now. Yeah. Okay? Thanos, they never address him as being smart either. And honestly, he's not that intelligent. Like he has access to all the Infinity Stones. And the funny thing is, okay, so in the comics, the gauntlet is literally just a glove. It's just like a leather, like or a, a yellow rubber glove. It mm -hmm. looks so dinky and stupid, okay? But because Thanos was the one they're building it up to, they built it into a gauntlet. You know, they made it. You've seen the gauntlets. You know, it's yeah. like iron and it looks yeah, really yeah. cool, right? And um, the thing is, obviously, it looks 10 times better than it did in the comics. But also in the comics, he could control all the Infinity Stones at will. Yeah. So in the movie, they never addressed it. But you can watch at like the heroes figure it out. He has to close his fist to activate one stone at a time. Sure, he has access to him. But he can only activate one at a time, and the only way to trigger it is by closing his fist. They identify it through visuals and through sound, yeah. and it's phenomenal. They Doctor Strange is the one that figured that out because he just he only talks to his 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 cape, which is alive, and so mm -hmm. he's like, "Don't let him close his fist." And so it goes and tries to hold his hand open, and that allows them to kind of get the upper hand during one of the fights. Yeah, so smart, so smart. The thing is, Thanos wasn't like a genius. He wasn't sitting there like he never used. Like, when he first got a stone, when he would get a stone, because obviously this ends with him getting all of them by yeah. the end of the movie, right? Sorry to ruin this movie that literally everyone on the planet saw, but... So, anyways... Except for me. Yeah. Well, I just mean, like, everyone watched this movie. It's just, it's so accessible. It's not yeah. like it was, like, this limited-run movie that I'm ruining, okay? So, um, he gets all the stones, and as he gets them, he uses them immediately to test it out. Yeah. Right? Naturally. That's what you would do. As and, one would. But... When they get to the fight where he's got all the stones, except for, I think, one, he only used the power stone while they were in the fight because that's who he is. He yeah. is a powerful person. Like, the first scene, he beats up the Hulk with a fist fight. That's the first thing they do in this movie. That's cool. He beats the crap out of the Hulk one-on-one, -on -one, not using a power stone at all, just to show his dominance, to show who he is. Also, the power stone's purple. He's purple. I think there's an association there. Uh, but it's like, still, he, like, when he's in the middle of the fight, they piss him off, like, real, like, all the superheroes. What does he do? He's shooting people with the power, the power stone. He shatters a moon in orbit and throws it at Iron Man, okay? He destroys the Earth, creating this fissure to hit people he's yeah. power 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 he only uses the other ones when there's really no other option like he never uses reality he doesn't really use time and he doesn't use the soul stone or the mind stone he is just focusing on like the power stone he's hitting people and then there's a space stone and he uses that to warp so that's like the second stone he gets and uh he uses that to teleport around mm -hmm. you know it's like okay cool but he's not like super intelligent you're able to follow his mentality because he makes sense and you know where he's going He's just uh, limited in time. I mean, he could have used the time stone. Well, that's like the last one he gets. Well, I mean, like for Endgame, right? Couldn't he use that to just 
keep going back in time yeah. until he gets it. Well, the thing is, he gets like, his win. Yeah, that's that's. Um, well, in the in Endgame, he doesn't ever have all the stones. Why? Because, well, he dies. That's why they had to do the other timeline. It gets really confusing. That's why you can't see it. You can't. You have to. You have to see it for it to make sense. Yeah. But either way, it's like the point is he's got the stones and he only uses the power stone to like sit there and just like you know power through stuff. And so yeah. it's just that it's just showing, of course, that he's that's the type of guy he is. Yeah. So he's not. They're not trying to make him like super smart. It's that he's overly reliant on brawn, mm-hmm. even though he's he's relatively intelligent, but it's in a way that just kind of like. I guess street smarts, and that also that does actually go with Hans too, and, and Gloria's bastards to a degree, to showing his intelligence and not his strength. Yeah. In the in the scene where our good guys, they finally get a chance to actually just basically beat up Hans, the main right. bad guy. That it's it's their opportunity. They can they can punch him, and, and, and yeah, and they do, and Hans does nothing. Well, he never even fires a gun. Never fires a gun. He never hits anybody. Well, he only he does hit one person. <laughs> Let's not ruin that. One. Um, but it's like it's at a very unfair advantage. We'll just say that. Yeah. So it's not like him really being strong. It's just yeah, because that... taking a cheap shot, so to speak. Oh yeah. Um, but, the, I, but yeah, what's a, what's another? I'm trying to think of another villain that we could use because we uh, like the Joker's a great one because he's smart, but again, he's only at like. Uh, specifically smart like okay yeah. you got like the Riddler his thing is yeah. he can like you know he's making all those all the riddles and he comes with these elaborate um, like I guess clues and stuff to try to trick you know, the Batman because he just wants to beat him there, I'm if I make a super villain okay they're not gonna like give you breadcrumbs that is why you would love Watchmen you don't even find out who the villain is until the last scene Right. Well, the movie is the movie's good. The book is great. Yeah. The movie does a good job. Like there, okay. There's there's the the Snyder cut, and it's got all the missing pieces, like all the stuff they had to cut out to make the movie fit within yeah, two and a half hours. And yeah. Everything. But in the Snyder cut, it's three and a half hours long. Wow. It's a long movie, but it's got all the pieces. It just like uh, the presentation of the individual heroes is very different than they are in the book. Mm-hmm. Mostly because of time, but also because Snyder, the director of the movie, loved the heroes. And Alan Moore, who wrote the book, hated his heroes. And that's why he made them the way they were. He yeah. wanted to make weak people. And Snyder doesn't really do that. He makes them all like, you know. But if you pay attention to the movie, you get exactly what the book tries to go for. You totally get it. And you would love the ending of this book. Of this movie, yeah. or the book, whatever. You know, just you would absolutely love the ending. I'm dead serious. I know you well enough to know you'd love it. Yeah. So it's like um, that's another great one because again, the villain is portrayed very, very uniquely. Now it's like you'll be watching the movie and they'll kind of like, I guess, figure out who it is, and you can be, you could, you can even be like. Oh, I thought that at a time, or it's like, oh, it must be someone like that, something like mm-hmm. that. But they play with you again after, and I love it. It's so yeah. good. But I can't, I can't say anything yeah, without yeah, ruining yeah. the entire movie. And I, I really want you to watch that. If not, watch it. At least read the book. But it's like, it's just, if that's a phenomenal villain, 
And then the, you've got other things where it's like uh, Silence of the Lambs is another great one because they really establish Hannibal Lecter. We as haven't being this watched amazing. that. I have not watched that. Yeah, that one's a that one's an amazing movie. It's uh, absolutely. If anybody, if you, if you guys have never seen it, it's amazing because the character, the villain. If you watch that movie now, you'll see pieces of him in modern movies because he's been tried to. They've tried to replicate him so many times. Yeah. Because he's someone that is. Very intimidating without doing anything outrageous. Mm. He doesn't do anything nuts. He doesn't. He doesn't appear remember, crazy. I don't, I don't know. Is this some um, Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Or is this a different thing? But I remember a scene where Hannibal Lecter is talking to a guy, mm-hmm. and they're at like dinner, and there's like this guy sitting on one side of the table who just looks kind of like mentally not there, mm-hmm. and Hannibal Lecter just casually as talking just goes over to him. And, like, lifts open his head, takes a little bit of brain out, mm-hmm. closes the head, and just nibbles away. Yeah, it, that, 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 I, that one is not Silence of the Lambs. That is one of the sequels of it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it, but it was, yeah, it was, it was a sequel to Silence of the Lambs. And that is one of the most iconic scenes in all of cinema. I, it is burned into my brain. I've never seen it. Really? Yep. I just remember sitting there like, I've never been so intimidated by a movie. Oh yeah, the, um, there's right another now. one that's a that's a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Well, it's like this. Okay, Silence of the Lambs was not the first book in the series. Red Dragon was, and so someone mm. made a movie off of Red Dragon, which that one's freaking intense. <sighs> um, but it's like that one is that one that one's that one's really good because like it's all about this guy that's obsessed with this painting because. He believes it, um, like the painter was was insane, and thought he was channeling Satan through his brush. And mm-hmm. so this guy was obsessed with this red dragon painting, and it's like he starts chasing it down, hunting people, chasing people. There's just there's one visual in it where basically this guy who's in a wheelchair mm-hmm. gets set on fire and pushed down a hill at the main character, and it's so shocking when it happens in the movie because you're just like it just. You're, you're, the hero's just casually going to find this person. And that's it. And all of a sudden they just... And they are alive. And um, it's crazy because like the stunt, there's yeah. an actual person that was set on fire in a wheelchair. And uh, apparently it was a very hazardous thing. <laughs> uh, How do you even do that? Well, you wear a, you wear a flesh suit. Yeah. Well, like, okay, in um, Watchmen, yeah. the movie... There's actually the very, it, it has a stunt. It, it set, I don't know if it's technically a world record, but it's a, it did a first, yeah. which is a first fully bare skin burn. So this guy got set on fire, shirtless, no protective covering. What they did was they put flame retardant gel and then they put the gas or the fuel on top of it. So yeah. that was what was burning and his, his body wasn't. And like, um, I saw like one clip. So his hair is slicked back with the stuff as well, and they put a wig because you see uh-huh. his hair go up, and it's 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 intense. <laughs> He's only on fire for probably like five, maybe ten seconds. Yeah. What about his face? But, woo! Yeah, yeah. This kind of caked it on really thick. He didn't breathe through the whole thing. Is what they what he was saying. Really? Oh, they had to go through a lot of legal trouble to get that thing. But we're, we're getting we're getting off topic. I, I'm just thinking, if I were a stunt double, <laughs> right, I'm chilling I'm there. sure they paid him a lot, Yeah, too. it's like, hey, hey, Michael. Yeah, what's up? Can I set you on fire? 
Well, as long as I got the suit and everything. and Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly. No, no suit. So, like, near me? Yeah, like, what's, what's the deal here? Fair skin fire. Um, any catch? Or just straight bare skin? Well, ah, we'll put, we got a protective gel layer we'll put over you. Then we'll put the fuel over that. How much? How much money? Uh, how much you want? Thirty <laughs> k. I, I think at that point, yeah, you're you're you're, you're writing your own check. Yeah, that movie, yeah, yeah. That movie That's did a so lot. intense. I also think I also feel like the Watchmen. I feel like the movie was yeah. a little pat like early for its time. Was it? Well, it, it came out before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. The graphics are are actually really good for when it came out, but yeah. it came out before like Avengers did. It's it's like a relatively old superhero yeah. movie, and it was a multi 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 million dollar movie. And it did made it, it made its money back. It just wasn't like a success like they wanted it to be. That's why they were able to do like the super cut, you know, mm -hmm. for the actual movie afterwards. And it's like the whole thing is um, I just think it came out too early because this was during the time where everybody loved superheroes. See, like the Watchmen comic came out when people got into superhero fatigue. And so people were coming out with anti-heroes. This is where people like Venom, Wolverine, yeah, Deadpool yeah. is where their comics came from because everyone's tired of the goody two-shoes hero, okay? So they wanted an anti-hero, okay? And then there's a bunch of comics that tried to break the mold by making what if the superhero is a bad guy? Watchmen was one of the first ones to do like real people with superpowers. So mm -hmm. it's like, what would that be like? Like right now we got Amazon series, The Boys, and that approaches it the very exact same way. What if real people with real problems, whatever problems they got in their head or social lives or whatever, what if they yeah. had superpowers? What would it really be like? And so that's where the, like that comes from the Watchmen. And I think the movie just came out at the wrong time. If it would have come out like at the same time as like, you know, the new Deadpool movie, Logan or yeah. um, Joker, it would have done really well. I think it would do really well in a modern superhero climate. Yeah. Because it's so anti-superhero. Like, we're, we're, we're watching, like, you know, this is, like, right after, like, the first Batman, like, Christopher Nolan Batman. We're, we're looking for action, explosions and stuff. My dad hates hated the movie for two reasons. One thing, it's not an action movie. Yeah. I mean, there are fight scenes in it, but, they're, you know, they're quick. And they're violent. Yeah. Dude, dude gets his bone pushed through his skin. It's gross. Ugh. And then you get, like... um. And then also in the middle, while we were watching the movie, halfway through it, the reel stopped. Or, you know, the projector stopped or whatever. And so we had to oh, wait really? like 20 minutes before they got it to kick back on. So and it was right in the middle of a fight scene. My dad was really pissed about that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, there's only, there's only like 10 seconds long anyways. But it's a, it's a very theoretical view. I love how they do Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Basically, it's like, what if... Uh, how do I say this without ruining the movie? What if... Someone's superpower was omniscience. What would that actually look like? Ooh. Ooh, they do good. Ooh, they do good. Also, soundtrack's really good in this movie. Yeah? Yeah. Special effects, the acting, um, even the writing. I love it. I love the movie. I, I, the thing is, it's like it was one of those movies that a lot of people are like, ah, it's not as good as the book. And Alan Moore hated it, the writer. But, I mean, he, hated he, he hates everything. He hates it. There has never been an interpretation of one of his stories that he has actually said it was okay. Never, never once. They did, dude. There was a freaking audiobook version of the yeah. Watchmen, like before the movie came out. Um, HBO did this, where it was literally the motion graphic. So he took the panels from the comic 
and just made it so it's like, you know, oh, he's like aiming a gun. So you see like a slow motion of the 2D drawing raising the gun, right? Yeah. He hated that. <laughs> it was literally just the panels of the comic brought to life, and he hated that. And it just, you had a voice actor. Right? I'll bet yeah. you that was the part that he didn't like. He's like, I don't like any of the voices they picked. It's like, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, he was just one of those guys. He, he he's he's really really artistic, and he really is like I am I am a revolutionary writer, and he is. But it's bad when you when you know it because <laughs> yeah. people start getting a big head about themselves. <laughs> so it's like yeah, that sucked. But uh, uh, I mean, I'm gonna probably show you either what was the other one? It was Watchmen what? or Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, Next. that's why I gotta show you. Next You'll week. love one of those movies. I don't have, I don't own Silence of the Lambs, so we'll have to find it like digitally or something. Won't oh, be that okay. big of a deal. That one seems really interesting. Yeah, um, I feel like I would like it. Yeah, I do. Which one? Silence. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, you would. You would. It's low, but yeah. it's just because well, it's, it's from the nineties. It's old. I feel like I honestly prefer kind of slower movies that kind of mm. build. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyways, is it that time? I think so. Next time, maybe we'll talk about heroes. <laughs> I think we already have, haven't we? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we've about talked about stories before where we had good or bad heroes. Like, yeah. you, you don't want, like, a Mary Sue for a hero. Yeah. But also, you don't want a, a supervillain that makes no sense. Like, I'll, I'll end with this one. Like, okay, one of the reasons why Thanos was such a good character was because you know what he's doing when he's not on screen. Yeah, he is, he's an active villain. Yeah. You know, he, he's somebody that you know he's out there doing stuff, and mostly it's because he's running into the other heroes that are other places in the galaxy, and so it's really good. Mm -hmm. But it's like he's on the move. What sucks is when you get a villain who sits there and waits for the hero to act. Oh, I've set my plan in motion, now I wait. It's like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you? Yeah, why would you should you, be actively you trying should be to going, make it. Yeah, making sure that it goes off, doing another thing, yeah. hunting someone. I mean, hey, I got free time. I can go shoot something. I don't know, making a distraction. Why not? Yeah. Why not do that kind of stuff? So it's like that's one of the reasons why like most movie villains suck. And it's like, eh, the plot was okay. <laughs> but for the most part, like the villain's motivations makes no sense. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But anyways, anyways. Yeah, that's it. Make active people. Whether they're with the story or, or with the hero or against them, make sure there's activity going yep and we we bring up activity and everything and we said all of this to say mm -hmm. make sure that you guys stay active okay um <laughs> you know it's healthy to move around yep don't don't sit inside just even if you, you work know, at home even if you are a super villain stay active stay active otherwise it's just boring for the hero the heroes yeah. in your life exactly give your heroes in your life something give them a challenge to fight for <laughs> or fight against yeah Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.